Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Welcome to our 59th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we wanted to do a flight of different whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So we are, we're starting out with um, the Larceny yep. whiskey that uh, Mike and Angie brought over for the whiskey. It's actually the last of it. Oh, okay. This, Is it? This finished the very off last the bottle. Of yep. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> the Bullet 10-year, which mm-hmm. we've... We've had. Yeah, we love that one. And then this past weekend, um, or yeah, I guess for like the day before the 4th, yeah. um, Mike and Angie came, ended up coming over and they brought another uh, scotch, actually. Yeah, scotch. Yeah. Uskaba. Uskaba. <laughs> yep. Nice. So, yeah, it's good. Um, you may see a little bit of cork in the scotch. Oh, because Mike broke off the cork oh. in the bottle. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think oh. mine has. Does it? Yeah, I know. I know there was one. Yeah, you can see see it right there floating in mine. Oh yeah, I could see it in it mine. It's like too. one little piece. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Floating in there. So. That's funny. Get a little bit of fiber in our diet. A little bit of fiber. Yeah. <laughs> so they're good. Yeah. Yeah, the larceny hit me in the back of my jaw whenever I yeah tasted the first time. Yeah. That's I good. usually have this after I've had something else, so I've never. I don't think I've ever like started just off started with it. With it yeah. yeah, I know it's good though. I like it. Um, so this week we are continuing the lies and secrets, and it's so it's part three of the lies and secrets series. Mm-hmm. And this week we're going to be talking about <clears throat> lies and secrets you tell yourself. Pretty yeah. much lies you tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's not secrets. Um, yeah. it's just lies. Mm-hmm. If you can. Put a secret past you. Yeah. I think you have uh, multiple personalities. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we did the lies that women tell, and we did lies that men tell, mm-hmm. and now lies we tell ourselves. Yeah, but before we get started with that, Seth has his not so dumbass post of the week. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a good one. I, I thought it was uh, really kind of relevant to what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really kind of, I guess, fits in with our overall mantra of, of what we see couples do and the mistakes they make and the, the bad situations they put themselves in. But this one said, <clears throat> ignoring the red flags because you want to see the good in people will cost you later. Yeah. I mean, the red flags for a reason yeah. and you, you need to not sweep that stuff under the rug and just think that it's going to go away. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about that stuff today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Um, I think that, you know, you, you need to be very aware of what your partner's doing. Yeah. Um, and call those red flags when you see them. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. And Confront them. They are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore them. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And if, if red flags start popping up, during the dating period, they don't go away. No. I think that people tend to think that they'll stop uh-huh. or they'll go away or yeah. we'll deal with that later or whatever it is. Maybe it's another lie they tell themselves mm-hmm. of how to deal with that red flag. But if you're seeing those those red flags when you're dating, they're going to get worse whenever you're married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are for sure. Um, I forgot to turn the AC. I know. Do you want to turn it off? Yeah, I'll grab it real quick. Okay. Entertain the crowd. Okay. So with, like, with this week, we, it's kind of going off track from relationships a little bit. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of of things we wanted to talk about that are specifically about relationships, but, um, pretty much this episode is going to be like what we, we talk about quite a bit on the podcast and it's Mm self-reflection. And so... You lying to yourself, you need to realize what you're lying to yourself about. <laughs> yeah. And so we wanted to, we thought that it was something important to talk about. Well, and I think a lot of times, I think there's, there's you can kind of split this. I think there's people that understand and recognize and know that they're lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. 
And when they hit that moment of realization, they either stop or they continue. And then there's other people that I don't think they realize that they are lying to themselves. Mm -hmm. They really, truly believe the lie that they've told. And I don't know if, if, if you would assume that they're, they lie in other aspects. Um, they lie to their friends. They lie to their partner. Mm -hmm. And so they're just, they fancy themselves good at lying. And so they're able to fool themselves. Yeah, I know. And I think that their whole, their whole life is a lie if they continue to do that. And I think that even if you're a good liar and you're able to get away with certain things, almost every time that you're lying to yourself, everyone around you knows you're lying to yourself. Yeah. It's one of those things that maybe you're good at pulling the wool over everybody else's eyes for you telling lies outwardly of, to them or, or about yourself or trying to cover up uh, you know, some of the things we've talked about the last couple of weeks. But when you tend to lie to yourself, I think people notice. People can tell. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, just, they're fooling themselves if they think that's going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, and most of the time, people aren't going to call you out on the carpet for a lie that you're telling yourself. Yeah, they're not. Because it doesn't hurt them, it hurts you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I think that you, and I think that's why people tend to get away with it, because nobody's calling them out on the carpet for it. Because I think, it's like, well, hmm. I think some people, I think some people call people out, but I think it takes a long time before someone actually does call them out. You know, like multiple Lying and lying and lying. Mm-hmm. And finally, the person's like, no, you're not. You're yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> right. You know, or, or something. Unless their enablers are lying to themselves as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you see that a lot on social media. Yeah, and you, you, you can just kind of tell. Like, yeah. oh, this group of people here, they're, they're all fooling themselves. And uh-huh. they're just helping each other perpetuate the self-lie. Yeah, they are. So, uh-huh. Yep. And, well, and, and some of it's like dumb... Dumb little lies. A lot of it is dumb little lies, really. But, like, stuff like, I'll do it tomorrow mm-hmm. type thing. Are you really going to do it tomorrow? And, like, for us, it, we you know, the way that we think, it's like, well, why put it off until tomorrow? Right. When you can do it today. Mm-hmm. Or you can start today. You know, or do whatever you're saying you're going to do tomorrow. Oh, yeah. In any form of procrastination is bad. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, they may not even say, I'll do it tomorrow. They say, oh, I'll do that next year. Mm-hmm. I'll do that when I'm 32. I'll do that. Or like Monday. I'll, I'll yeah, start I'll start Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we hear that a lot in the fitness community. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not going to. It's the middle of the week. I'll just, I'll have this weekend and I'll start on Monday. Uh-huh. Instead of just start Friday, then you won't screw up the entire weekend and you'll be three days ahead when Monday rolls around. Yeah. Because, you know, I hate to break it to you, but life is a competition, even though everybody wants to tell you it's not. (laughs) If you don't think it is, that just means you're in the loser pack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's, that is, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's a dumb lie, but it's, I think it's a very, very common lie. It Um, is. I I think that a lot of times it's a sign of, um, you know, time management. It's a sign of laziness. It's a sign of, like I said, procrastination. There's, there's more things to that type of statement than, than just the face value of I'll do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, whatever it is is widely ranged from Mm -hmm. what that could be, whether it's I'll start saving money after, you know, I party all weekend or what if you're, if you're having, if you're struggling prioritizing things, sometimes people say this as well. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, well, I'll take care of this today, but I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, when just, just do it, just just do it today, whatever it is, just get it done. I know. I know. Or get started with it. It's funny sometimes like with, uh, with you even like working from home and all that like sometimes like you're like damn like I have to do this 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 and this and you you think that it's gonna take forever like yeah. the entire day well, like, or the I, entire I won't be week. able to finish it yeah <laughs> yeah and then you do it and you're done within a couple hours and you're like shit that was yeah, that was easier than I, than I yeah. thought. Yeah. Well, if if you're and a lot of this is just shutting out distractions, and I think that that's a good example. 
Um, but once again, whatever the it is, shut out the distractors that are keeping you from doing it. And guess what? You can get it done. Mm -hmm. It's not impossible. It's not something you have to wait on. And then the next day, start up a new set of challenges you can work on. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, One thing that I can't stand that people say is, my life is so hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Or like... You don't understand how hard my life is. Yeah. Or Or your life is easy. Walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's all kind of that same. Uh They they think everybody else has it easy, which that's I think that's one lie. Mm -hmm. But then I think the more damaging lie is people thinking that their life is so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I think that that's... This is something that people say to excuse themselves from accomplishing whatever it is they need to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very damaging. Once again, these lies only hurt you. So all of them are just self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Um, You're just hurting yourself. But this this one, yeah, it drives me absolutely nuts because this is something that complainers do. Mm -hmm. And it's somebody that almost wants to wear this badge of honor that they've been through the quote-unquote struggle. Yeah. When most of the time, they don't really know what real struggle is. Uh-huh. Well, and, and not only that, like, there is, there's probably someone out there that has been through the same shit that you have, if not worse, and they're doing something way better than you yeah. are. So yeah. just shut the fuck up. Well, and and that, that kind of falls into that everybody thinks that their situation is unique. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, no, you're not. Whatever, yeah. you're, whatever you're sitting there rolling your eyes about thinking, well, well, you've never been through this. No, I may not have, but I guarantee you other people have, and I guarantee you that there's a portion of those other people that are come out on top of those situations because they don't use that experience or whatever it is you're referring to as a deterrent or this lifelong speed bump that they just can't overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, they tackle whatever adversity it is and come out a winner yeah. at the end instead of using it as the excuse as to why your life sucks and it's so hard for you and everybody else has it easy. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an excuse and a lie and all those things that people just put right in front of themselves to dismiss their own accountability for doing exactly what they know they should do in the first place. Yeah, I know. You know? And when you start comparing apples to apples, mm-hmm. that's when you really start to realize the level of of laziness and excuses that people will pile on. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're bad excuses, mm-hmm. but it's when you really kind of see someone that is going to be successful out of that situation really shine mm-hmm. because... They aren't the ones dwelling on that and using it as the the reason as to why they weren't successful or whatever it is. Right. Uh-huh. I know. And another one that like I I've I've heard this one. I've heard a lot. I heard it a lot. And it's I'm too old, you know, I'm too or I'm old too young. To, yeah, yeah, I mean that's true too. Mm-hmm. I would say like with I'm too young. I think that I do think that people, other people around that surround you, do think that someone is too young though too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that like the only thing that I would say, maybe you are you're too old for that like you probably shouldn't do is like if you wanted to become a exotic dancer or stripper or something <laughs> at an older age or, right you know yeah yeah you're too old so yeah but um but other than that like no you're not too old you can you can do what you what makes you happy mm-hmm. no matter what age right. you are well and i think that people that that kind of, i think that kind of goes in the same category of um well, I've been doing this for so long, I can't change it. Change now. Yeah. Um, which I kind of think falls in that same category with the age thing, because uh-huh. I think they just kind of go hand in hand. But it's it's a very similar excuse and lie that people give give themselves. Uh-huh. Um, you know, once again, you know, we 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 hear it frequently in the in the fitness world. Uh-huh. Of, well, I'm I'm too old to start going to the gym. Uh-huh. No, you're not. 
Yeah. You know, well, I've, I've been sedentary so long, I just can't start. Yes, you can. Yeah. Um, and so they tend to use that quite a bit. But I think taking taking a change in careers, shifting gears, yeah. um, traveling, even things that are just fun and... And and creative people think they're they're too old to do that stuff. Yeah. Well, I've never painted in my life. I'm too old to start painting now. No, you're not. No. Pick up paintbrush, paint. Yeah. You're not gonna be very good, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. But and it doesn't mean <laughs> that you can't learn. Right. You know, because you can you can do anything. Well, and that's another one that <laughs> that so Seth and I kind of disagree on on one of these, but then like he ended up telling me why he what he means by it and you know i maybe i'll explain what i mean too but um one of them was that you can do anything you put your mind to so i was like why is how do people lie about that i mean because you were like yeah they can they can do anything they put their mind yeah and uh, my my initial reaction to that is always no they can't Uh um i don't think they can and i say that mainly as a challenge. And and what I really mean by it is I don't have enough faith in you to do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> I think that's really what I mean behind it uh-huh. is when somebody says, oh, I, you know, I can do anything I put my mind to. I'm like, no, you can't. Uh-huh. There's no way. And, and part of it's, like I said, that challenge and to you know, shove it in my face, but it really just comes from a point of I have zero faith that you're going to do what it takes to do that anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but the lie I think people tell themselves is the words itself it's one of those statements of well i can do anything i put my mind to that makes them feel better about thinking about doing something different Mm -hmm. and then they never go forward with it so i think the words themselves are the lie they tell because their their actions are not reflective Mm -hmm. of what it is yeah Um, and and i do think that there is some cold truth to that based on all kinds of variables i mean you, if you have an entire, even if you take somebody young, you have an entire class of third graders and all the boys in the class, all 24 of them say that they're going to put their minds to being professional baseball players. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just not, even if all of them put forth the same effort and have the same skill, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there are certain instances where no matter what you put your mind to, it's still not going to end the way that you want it to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think that people just use the words as a reason to feel better about thinking about doing something better. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's what I that's what I I it's guess. It's like a new year's resolution type of yeah, statement to uh-huh. me. But so like what I think is like is people telling themselves I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Well, you can if you <laughs> if you put your mind to it. <laughs> And and that's where, like, I guess, you know, you and I... Yeah, we disagree. We disagree with it. Because... You you have more faith in people than I I guess I do. (laughs) But I'm I'm just like... But I do do realize what you're saying, though, because people do lie to themselves about that. But, like, I think that they need to... They need to encourage themselves and say, yes, I fucking can do this. I can. And... You know, don't just think that you can do it just to, and, and like get by, I guess. Right. Do it, put forth all of the effort, and really do something. Don't just sit there. Well, I think with that, a lot of people want other people in their life to be their cheerleader instead Mm -hmm. of them being their own cheerleader. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm not a group support type of person. I don't need other people telling me, you can do it. Good Mm -hmm. job. Way to go. You've got this. I I don't need that external motivation. And I understand that some Some people people do. do. A lot of Uh people do. Yeah. Um, But I think that people that do, you need to learn how to be your own cheerleader. Yeah. Don't, and and I think that that's where this comes from, is people make that statement. And I think that's the same people that talk about what they're going to accomplish. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, here, here's, here's where I'm headed right now. I'm, and I'm hustling and I'm, I'm grinding and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. No, don't talk about the journey. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't tell me what you're trying to do. Just do it. Yeah. And then share the results and then talk about how you got there. Yeah. And, and so I think that that's where when people 
head down this path, they're looking for other people to be in their cheering section. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's not important to have that that reinforcement and motivation. I'm just saying that there's people that don't need that, and mm-hmm. there's people that obviously do need that. Yeah, I know. But if you do need that, you still need to understand how to be your own best cheerleader because there's going to come a point in time in your life where you aren't going to have a cheering section uh-huh. for whatever well, reason. you know, and I think that I think... Maybe the reason why I feel the way that I do is because of my, like, weight loss journey and everything. Because, I mean, yeah, I had I had you, and, yeah, and some people, you know, people would tell me, go, good job, or whatever. But I wasn't looking for that mm-hmm. at all. And, I mean, I wasn't the type of person that would post stuff on Progress Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah. and, um... And I just did it. Mm-hmm. I did it, and then my results showed for them, for themselves. Right. But I told myself that I can do it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I believed myself. And, you know, I think before I, I went through that, you know, every time that I would maybe try to go, go to the gym here and there, I would tell myself I can't. Mm-hmm. But finally, I told myself that I can. Right. And so I think that that's why I I believe in that more than you do. <laughs> like telling yourself. Because people, you fucking can do it. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you, you've never been through the struggle of that. Right, yeah. So. <laughs> welcome, out, welcome out of my shoes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I would say another one is, um, is something kind of like, yeah, walk a mile in my shoes or, um, if only if I had what they had, then yeah, I would be successful. Or if I had whatever, mm-hmm. things Fill would be better. Blank. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. If I could just get blank, whatever would be better. Mm-hmm. Would it be better or happy? Happier. Are we talking about better? Better. Okay. Happy. No, happy. I have It's being happy. happier? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, if, if you can't be happy in your, whatever your current situation is, you're not going to be happy in any situation. Uh-huh. And I think that that's where being with the right person and having the right circle does play a part in that. Um, even outside of the whole cheering section thing, I think this is still a little different. Um you know, I think, you know, I look back to even our story when we first got together and we didn't, you know, success-wise, financially, monetary, you know, whatever, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were still as happy then as we are now. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think our happiness level has gone up or down. Yeah. I think it's just we knew we made <laughs> each other happy. Yeah. So. It stayed the same. And, and we've talked about that before where it's like, well, does that, that sounds like... Not good, but it is good to stay. If your happy level is really high. Yeah, to stay, stay that there. happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, I think whenever you do say that, people look at it as this scale of, well, I'm, I'm if out of, you know, one to ten, I'm at a five, and I don't want to be at a five forever. But if you start off at a ten mm-hmm. and you just stay at a ten, that's, yeah. there's no more happiness you can get. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so if you can start out as ten in your current situation... You can maintain a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? I know. Well, I know. And I think that I wonder about, like, people that are unhappy. Because I wonder what... Like, because they do... They really do believe that, you know, if I did have whatever it is, that's gonna that's what's going to make me happy. And then you find out that they end up getting that, mm-hmm. but they're still not happy. Yep. And I just wonder... What is going to make them happy, you yeah. know? Well, and you see a lot of people that they just they just have, for multiple reasons and various reasons for different people, they have some kind of hole in their life mm-hmm. for from whatever. And even if they can identify what that hole is and what caused it, they don't know how to change it. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes when there's a hole that's made that you don't feel that you can ever refill or patch up or move on, that's going to hinder your happiness level. Mm -hmm. Because there's some things in life that I'm sorry, but that's just how it worked out, and you can't get that back. You can't get that person back. You can't 
see that person again, whatever it is, and that's a shitty roll of the dice, but what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. Are you going to let that continue to be your crutch and your excuse as to why you're not even trying to be happy? Or are you going to learn from it, accept it, grieve over it, whatever it is, and move on and find your new level of happiness? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people can't pull up their bootstraps and do that. I know. That's they let so it just true. weight them down. Uh-huh. I think like with, with the on the flip side of that, I another thing that people that people do lie about is that they are happy though too. Mm-hmm. And they say that they're happy. And I'm always like, who are you trying? Are you trying to convince all of us? Or are you trying to convince yourself that yeah. you're happy? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Because we all know that you're unhappy. Yeah. So stop lying to yourself. Or we all know you should be unhappy. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is, I think this is one of the most probably common lies people say because they don't believe it it's provable and i've even said it on here that it's it's relative Mm -hmm. and so your version of happiness is different than my version of happiness and so i think sometimes or a lot of times people say it they really do truly believe the lie Mm -hmm. and i think that that's where i I don't i'm not a big advocate of the comparison game except when it comes to this yeah and i think you have to watch what you're comparing that's true. Um, and who you're comparing to. I mean, if you're a 22-year-old couple that's newlyweds and you're trying to compare your level of happiness to somebody like us, it's it's not comparable yet. Because at your age, we were both very unhappy and we didn't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we were about to be very unhappy and we didn't know it. Yeah. Um, and so that that's a hard comparison to do. Mm-hmm. But I think relative to what you're striving for where you are in a relationship, I think you can maybe establish some fair comparisons with the understanding that the guy's not you or your guy and the girl's not you or your girl. Mm -hmm. There are still some differences, but are those differences really who that person is as a makeup of their own personality and uniqueness, or do they just possess certain qualities that equate to happiness in a partnership. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of where you can get into the, the apples for apples stuff. Um, how positive is the person you're with? What's their outlook on life? And, and other things that we've talked about in various episodes on here, but I, I think really looking at, um, you know, what, what should my level of happiness be? How happy should I be? Should I be happy all the time? And, yeah, for the most part, you should. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be. There's things that's going to happen in life that are going to be sad and upsetting and, and and traumatizing. But once again, that should not be coming from your partner mm-hmm. at all. No. Huh. Ever. No. Um, your partner should not be a contributor to your anger, your sadness, your grief, your depression, or anything. So if your partner is the contributor to that, that is a big red flag and an identifier of why you're unhappy. Yeah. Or why you aren't as happy as you could be. Right. Um, but, you know, I think that there's there's still plenty of people out there that would, would, would listen to that and still say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about because I am happy. Well, I know. And I think that um, uh, you, I think that people I try to look back at my old situation and did I did I lie to myself and say that I was happy? I don't I don't think I ever I don't think I did that. Maybe I did that here and there. Or I would be like, I would think like, my life isn't as bad as it could be Yeah. type thing. Well, it's, and you bring up a good point because we just said about the, oh, my life is so awful. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's almost contradictory. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to dismiss the signs that your your partner or your relationship is making your life bad. Mm-hmm. And if that's a fixable solution, then fix it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it, it comes off a little contradictory whenever you're like, you're not as happy as you think you are, and you're not as miserable as you think you are. <laughs> yeah. Because when it comes to this, we almost are saying the opposite. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. Huh? I know. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I know that I, I definitely thought about that. I thought, well, I'm going to... I. 
you know, I'm at least I'm, you know, not as bad as this person or whatever. So I, things could be worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely wasn't happy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that's where you, you kind of have to look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, you know, what's your level of happiness? What's your level of misery? What's your, mm-hmm. you know, what are you striving for? Yeah. And put it all together. I think, and I think that the biggest lie that I told myself in my previous relationship was that someday they'll change. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, some, uh, hopefully he'll change, you know. Yeah. If this happens, they'll change. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest lies in a relationship well, that we tell ourselves. It applies across the board because that was the biggest lie I told myself as well. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, I wasn't married to a drug addict. Mm-hmm. I was just married to someone that I was never going to be happy with mm-hmm. um, and who wasn't happy with me. And so it's the same lie, mm-hmm. but kind of coming from a different place. Yeah. But they both link in hope. You know, you, you were hoping that he would wake up and realize what he was doing and stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I was hoping she would wake up and realize what she was doing and stop doing it as well. But yeah. they were two different things. Yeah. Um, but it's the same feeling and it's the same lie. Mm-hmm. that anything's ever going to change. Mm-hmm. When you, that only applies when you're in control. You can't force someone else to change. Mm-mm. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you pray, no matter what's going on, if they don't want to change and they don't think they need to change, the situation as a whole will not change. Yeah, I know. You will either make the decision to deal with it and stay, or not deal with it and leave. I know. There's really not a middle ground. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I mean, you see, well, drug addicts and alcoholics and stuff, and they, you know, if you, I I just think of the episode of The Office where Michael Scott takes Meredith to rehab. rehab, And, you know, she's kicking and screaming, no, I don't want to do this. And that, I mean, that's how it is with with relationships too like mm-hmm. if the person isn't willing to to do what it takes they're not ready for that yeah. rehabilitation mm-hmm. <laughs> in their life yeah did you notice that this after having the larceny mm-hmm. and then having this you can really taste like caramel way more really in the bullet i thought so i thought i could taste like the barrel more i guess it's Barrel strength. <laughs> oh, no, this is tenure. Oh, it's tenure. Okay. I mean, it's age longer in a barrel. Okay. But, but yeah, I could taste I can, like I can a taste woodsy more of the caramel in it. type flavor. More, mm. I, yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. It's good. Yeah. I still like, I mean, even after drinking it back to back, I'm still, I'm still bullet. Yeah. I know larceny's good. Yeah, larceny is really good. I and think. I, I think larceny's a good, um, maybe, I don't know if I'd say beginner's whiskey, but. I think it's easy to appreciate it. You don't. Sure. You don't have to be too seasoned with stuff to. Yeah. Have it straight up. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I agree. And I do like the larceny over ice a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Yeah. But yeah. like bullet, I can drink anyway. I can mm-hmm. drink it neat. I can drink it on the rocks. I could drink with a little bit of water. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but uh, what were we? What were we saying? We were talking about the. Um, someday they'll change. change. Someday yeah. they'll change. But so, like, going with that, after that, I, I was thinking, like, um, someday they'll change. But then there's also people that tell themselves, that's just how I am. Right. You know? And so, uh, yeah, like, how how are you going <laughs> to... I mean, we have these both on the list. But... Um, you can't the the person can change though if they right. if they want to. Mm-hmm. Well, that one one lie is kind of the one that's on the the receiving end of the relationship, mm-hmm. and the other one is the actual cause of the relationship. Yeah. And so if if you're and that that's where you really get in a tight bind. If one of you is saying, if you know, you take your situation. If the drug addict is saying, well, that's just the way I am. Well, maybe that's not a good example because I think drug addiction is. 
I don't think that that's a viable excuse of, that's just the way I am. I'm just uh-huh. a drug user. No, yeah, that's not. But I think that in my situation, mm-hmm. that would have been, For in sure. her mind, a, a really go-to. Mm-hmm. This is just the way I am. Mm-hmm. I can't change who I am. This is how I am. I mean, at the same time, and I'm saying, well, if maybe they'll change. when. But if they're lying to themselves saying, this is how I am, I'm never going to change. And you're saying, oh, I just hope they'll change one day. That's really gridlock. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, you can't even give a better example than that. Mm-hmm. Because your hope and their apathy to their own stubbornness is going to completely counteract each other. And nothing's ever going to change, period. Yeah. Because they have already excused themselves of any action they're going to have by making the statement that, oh, that's just the way I am. I know. I hate that one. And they probably have other people make the same excuses for them. Oh, you know her. That's just the way she yeah. is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I don't like that one, and I don't like it when people say that about about someone. That's just the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to have to deal with it because right. she's just a bitch or mm-hmm. he's an asshole or whatever. And it's like, no, you shouldn't freaking yeah. have to deal with that. I, like, I hated that when, when I was working and uh, we would have a, a shitty resident come in and, or something and... And the people that had been there longer than I, I was or something say that type of yeah. thing. I'm like, no, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be like, they shouldn't treat you like that. Yeah, yeah. And it goes yeah. for everybody. Be an adult. For, yeah. Learn how to socialize and interact with people. Yes. Quit using your own phobias or whatever you want to call it as a reason to act that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, but, but this, this is really... Um, this is really a huge lack of personal accountability when people say things like that. That, oh, that's just the way I am. That that excuse that you're trying to put out there to absolve you from any wrongdoing you're going to do because you're a bitch mm-hmm. or you're an idiot or you're a moron or you're abusive or you're any of those things um, doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. And... The people that don't call you out on it are really letting you hurt yourself yeah. more than anything. I know. Because um, you, you can't apply that to anything outside of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't apply that to work. Oh, yeah, I show up late every day and and I don't do any of my work. That's just the way I am. And you can't do that and keep a job. But yeah. for some reason, you know, a guy can completely be inattentive and forget birthdays and forget anniversaries and... Not do anything and be like, well, that's just me. I'm, I'm, that's just the way I am, and I stay in the relationship. I think that people do that. I think people do that though, because I've seen it in like work work situations where. Well, then it's your employer's fault for letting you stay. Yeah, and well, and it wasn't well, necessarily. Enabler. It wasn't like, oh, I'm late. That's just the way I am. It was, oh, she's a bitch, or you know, that's just you. You know, she. That's just the way she talks to people, or mm-hmm. and yeah, the, I don't think that should be tolerated. Period, and it is the employer's fault for putting up with it and allowing them to be that way for so long, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you you still haven't done anything about it. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, um, another one that I I was thinking of was. Uh, well, do you think this one goes, do you think it goes, like, with the, I can do anything I put my mind to, um, but I know what I'm doing. People tell themselves that a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think, I think they're really separate. I think that, yeah, I, I think they are separate. I think somebody's making the statement to themselves that I know what I'm doing with my life. I know what I'm doing with this. That That's different than I can... I, I think one is more of kind of a preemptive answer to a question of what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's my life. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that for sure. I don't think there's there's really no encouragement that they're seeking out from anybody else when they do that. Like yeah. the, I can do anything I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think the, I, I think it is kind of what I said. I think it's more of a... Similar statement to it's my life. Uh-huh. Um, but but you don't know what you're doing. I mean, we, we see people make horrible decisions all the time. They're, 
there is this really big just kind of miss that people assume that everybody just knows what they're doing. Yeah. That people aren't making mistakes, that people are smart, that people are making good decisions. And I think it starts from when we're young and we really truly think that our parents know what they're doing. Yeah. Our parents aren't wrong. Our parents are always right. And then you realize that they weren't. Well, and probably I, a lot of times they were wrong. And I think, like, I look back to even teenagers. Teenagers saying, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, everyone knows that a teenager doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Right. But but you think that it ends there, though. Mm-hmm. When, when you're younger, I guess. Yeah. You think that it ends at being a teenager and not knowing... <laughs> Not them, and and thinking that a grown up, someone above the age of eighteen knows what they're doing, but mm-hmm. they fucking don't. Right, <laughs> they I mean, don't and, know at and all. You just you realize as you get older that they, you never really catch that up. There's the exact same amount of not knowing morons at every age level that you get to. Yeah, you know, you, you when you're a teenager, you're a young kid, you think that. Like you said, people older than you know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then you hit your 20s and you're in college or whatever, and you think that, well, people in their 30s have their act together. And it's like, no, hardly any of them do. Then you hit your 30s and you're like, well, by the time I'm between 40 and 50, I've got to be around people that know what they're doing. And then you hit there and it's like, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. And then you start realizing as you interact and, and you make acquaintances or you see friends or you see family or whatever, in all of those age groups leading up to a hundred, mm-hmm. that there are still people that have no clue what they're doing. I They've know. never figured life out. I know. They've yeah. never got their shit together. They've never owned a house. They've never owned a car. They've never, you know, whatever it is, they just never got their shit together throughout their entire adult life. And, and then you, 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 you start to see these older individuals with these really rough lives that as a younger person you're like oh man poor thing i feel so bad for you and then if you really start looking at it it was just a pattern of behavior of shitty decision after shitty decision after shitty decision yeah and then when you when you actually grow up and you grow up like mm-hmm. really grow up then you realize geez they they probably were a shitty person, or maybe not a shitty person, yeah. but they, yeah, like you said, they made really bad decisions, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I don't feel so bad for them anymore. Right. Yeah, you did most of this to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was because of yourself, you idiot. <laughs> but so what? Um, you know when when we talked about a little bit ago about um, I'm too old for that. I also think about like. Well, I don't know, maybe this isn't a lie, <laughs> but I, I I was just thinking about, like, I'm a grown-ass person. Mm-hmm. I could do whatever the hell I want. That, well, I've said that. But it irritates me when, when people say that kind of stuff with, with, like, I don't know. Well, if you try to get me to do something I don't want to do, that's my response. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass person. I do whatever I want. <laughs> I think what I said was, I'm a grown-ass person. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Uh-huh. It was, a, was actually my statement. Yeah. Not really. Which is different, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is, than saying, I can do whatever I want. You yeah. sound more like Cartman. Yeah. When you're like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can do what I want. Yeah. I don't say that. Uh-huh. I say, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that shit's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, but no. So yeah. why why do you dislike that so much? Well, because I think that it um, it makes people uh, it, it's almost like the same thing as that's just the way I am, mm-hmm. or that's just how things are gonna be because I'm grown. I could do whatever the hell I want. I can make the bad decisions that I want. You know. But like I said, it it's kind of goes off track, and it's not necessarily a lie. Mm-hmm. It's just something that annoys me. Well, I think that they say. think that there's no when people say that there's no repercussions, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's part of the lie they tell themselves. If I can do anything I want without any repercussions, mm-hmm. 
and that's not necessarily true. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's what it yeah. is. Uh-huh. But I I think that another lie that people tell tell themselves is that that everything will work out, and I mean I told myself that in yeah. my previous relationship that was one of the bigger ones that mm-hmm. I told myself. This is a lie that people tell themselves when they hit a point when they don't know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And they're scared of taking an action for it to be the incorrect action, so they decide to be inactive and not take any action at all, and they say something like this. Yeah. <laughs> when? What'd you do? Take too big of a drink? Uh-huh. <laughs> when it's better to make a decision and take some form of action, <clears throat> even if it's the wrong one, and learn from it, than to just throw it up to chance. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the actual statement again, though? Everything will work uh, out? Everything will work out, or like... And then, I mean, a lot of it, a, a lot of the time you'll hear <clears throat> that God it's, has God's plan. Plan. Yeah. Uh-huh, it's God's plan. God has plan. a plan, and, and I don't necessarily think that that's wrong, but as we said in the religious episode, that's a statement that people make to continue to be apathetic on their current situation. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've already said how we kind of feel about that, but it, it, it's the same thing for, for this type of stuff that, yeah, it's, it's up in the air. Yeah. You may feel like you can't control, but you can definitely contribute to what the outcome should be. So mm-hmm. take some action. Like I said before, do what you're supposed to be doing and just get it done. Yeah. Um, but I think that, once again, this is just one of those things that you... I mean, you can think of all kinds of situations of, you know, of, of the people can use in their, their professional life and their relationship life and their personal life, whatever it is, where they could apply this, this, this type of lie to it and mm-hmm. try to make it stick. And in all of those scenarios or instances, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I know. And, like... I think that, I think, like, with us saying that, like, it'll, it'll always work out. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does always work out. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, like, completely contradicting what we're saying. But, <clears throat> because, like, because we've said in other episodes, too, that, like, um, like, for you know, a different job or something that you applied to that you didn't get, you know, a promotion you didn't get, or, you know, eventually it, it, it everything did work out, but, but you can't rely, action. but yeah, and you, you can't rely on just yeah, that. You, you can't do absolutely nothing and think that you're going to get anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's where this becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, are those, those future people that, that, that young couple that, aren't saving money, mm-hmm. aren't restoring their credit, aren't doing what they need to, but they just think, oh, well, someday we'll own a home. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you won't. If you aren't doing what you need to do today to get there five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, it will never happen mm-hmm. unless somebody dies and wills you one, and then that had nothing to do with you doing anything at all. That was just <laughs> yeah. sheer luck. Yeah, it'll work out. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you're right. It did work out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, <clears throat> I do think, obviously, I think that people need to put forth all of the effort. And yes, mm-hmm. if you do everything that it takes, yes, things will work out. <laughs> um, and another one that that I uh, that I was told that's a good one to end on. But people tell themselves is that the grass isn't greener on mm-hmm. the other side. <clears throat> and I mean, this is relationship specific. Well, and I guess it it's, could it's be professional like professional job. Yeah, you hear this from people at their work as well. Mm-hmm. People, yeah. people saying that to not want to leave a dead end job. Mm-hmm. Um, same way they don't want to leave a dead end marriage mm-hmm. because they've talked to somebody else that had a dead end marriage or had a dead end job and tried to leave and it didn't work out. So they say, "Well, the grass isn't always greener," mm-hmm. and it is. Mm-hmm. If you pick the right yard. It is. Yeah. If you pick the same yard in the same neighborhood with the same lawn service, no, it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if you pick 
the new one, it is. It most definitely is. And the only people that can relate to that are people that have actually done it and it worked out. Yeah. I mean, and that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I did. Yeah. For everybody, for everybody else, they think they, they do believe the lie. Oh, yeah. They think it's true. They think that it, it applies to them. They think it applies to other people. Yeah, everybody. I know so many people that love that quote. You mm-hmm. know, love, oh, the grass, because the, the grass isn't always greener, blah, blah, blah. And I get it to a point because cause there is some shitty situations that people think that, oh, this uh, shiny new toy or something is way better. Mm-hmm. And then they find out a couple months later that it's awful. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the situation that I was in, mm-hmm. yeah, the grass was way greener. Yeah. Well, and the... the it was better grass. The flip side to that, <laughs> and, and it's funny, when we were looking at, at some of the... And we looked at all kinds of articles about this. But there was one on there that what the that one of the lies that people tell themselves is I'll be happier if I was with someone else. They mm-hmm. put that as a lie. But it's relative to who you pick. Mm-hmm. One of the things you tend to see is someone that has a high potential marriage. And what I mean by that is you, there's there's high potential there for happiness, there's high potential there for compatibility for ease of the effortlessness of the relationship for the high sex for all of these things and one of the partners is a complete fucking moron and starts looking for something else mm-hmm. and that's where the grass isn't greener does apply mm-hmm. and that's where the um hmm. I'd be happier with somebody else doesn't apply because you picked Someone that wasn't better than the person you're currently with in the relationship that you don't think is that great. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I always see, and this sounds very shallow, but I always see these guys that, or in girls, that have affairs on their partner, and you're like, wait, that's the person you chose to get busted with? <laughs> Was that busted-ass individual? Yeah. That's who you chose to cheat on your partner with? Yeah. I mean, that was just stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's like, it's well, it's almost at like... at the same time, though, like, their partner probably wasn't giving them the attention that they needed. Well, yeah, and, and, and so... Yeah, and I agree, uh-huh. but I, I'm just, I think that there was there would still be, from, once again, I know it sounds shallow, but from my perspective, there should be at least some effort or some aspect of, well, I guess that was, you could kind of justify to yourself that that was worth it. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, if if you're... Yeah, I, I don't want to give an example. I guess it would hit too close to home for some people if I said it. I'm on my third glass of whiskey. <laughs> so. But I think that, like, um, like, with that, I mean, with with people cheating or whatever, and if if they are happy, happier with the that person that they cheated on their partner with, then, hey, whatever. Like, at least now they're Are happy. You advocating <laughs> that somebody that's no, unhappy no. go cheat? I'm sorry. Find no. someone better? No, that's that's wrong. Jeez. I'm just saying, though, like, I guess, don't if it, if cheat. It, hey, everything's going to work out. <laughs> so if you go cheat with somebody better than your partner, everything's going to work out. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. No, don't cheat. But, like, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I'm completely wrong, and I should not. Maybe I'm just <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, you're not advocating for someone cheating. No, uh-uh. No, fuck that. So, well, so, so let's, let's, add, let's think about that for a second. Has there been, do we know anyone that has done that? That has? That has cheated, like, they, let's say they just had an absolute shit partner. For yeah, whatever reason. I do. I know And they someone. cheated, and the person, one, that was the best decision to make. I know one specific person, yes, that did. And okay. did guy or girl? Guy. It was a guy that did uh-huh. it? Okay. And made a better decision for his life. I think that would have carried more weight if it was a girl. Yeah. Because that would, the girls would be like, you go girl. But if when it's a guy, it's like that motherfucker. 
<laughs> That's probably true. I know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of any women out there that I've that I've seen do that. I I can't think of. I, I can't one. think of anybody. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why I said like most most of the people I know that cheated on their spouse, it was with someone that you should be embarrassed. Even if you were single, you should be embarrassed to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Let alone that that you're risking your own relation, which I think is really just a reflection of how little they value their own relationship anyway, uh-huh. and probably for good reason. Right. Um, we and we've said it before. <clears throat> happy couples don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Truly, sincerely, 100% happy couples don't cheat. And if you've had that happen in your relationship and you sit there and say, well, I thought we were happy. Well, that's the first sign that your, in, your happy indicator is way off. Because if your indicator was right on, there would not have been cheating. Or you're in denial. Yeah, or you're in denial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And so I think that, I mean, that's where everybody I know that went down that path, I don't, I don't want to say it was for good reason, but you knew that their actual marriage was in shambles anyway. Yeah. It's not that the cheating made it bad. It was already bad. Yeah. Cheating doesn't make a bad marriage. I think a bad marriage creates cheating. Right. Oh, man, can we copyright that? <laughs> I like that one. That is a good one. Yeah. I know. I really like that one. We'll put that shit in a meme. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. We will. Cheating doesn't create a bad relationship. Bad relationships create cheaters. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I like like it. Um, Another one that... uh, um, I I like this one uh, about lying to yourself, and it's, I don't have a choice. (laughs) You always have a choice. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, everybody has a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's another one of those lies that people say to absolve them from taking an action. Mm -hmm. I have to deal with this. I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. You have a choice. Maybe the choices aren't that great, but you still have a choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always do. Mm -hmm. What did you expect me to do? I didn't have a choice. (laughs) We We hear that all the time. Oh, yeah, no, if that. But yeah, yeah, people, but they lie to themselves about it, though. I didn't have a choice. I had to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to stay in this god-awful relationship. Well, that's what I said in my last relationship. Yeah. I have a child. I don't have a choice. I can't leave. We have a kid. I don't have a choice. Yeah. I, mean, I used it all the time. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. So... That's a that's a shitty lie to tell yourself. It is. You do have a choice, and, and it, but it's very easy to believe. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, I think people t- sometimes tend to, especially when they hear the topics that we're talking about today, they tend to start associating multiple lies and excuses into their own situation. Well, they don't know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. They don't realize how rough I have it. They don't understand my actual dynamic. I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and you will tell somebody, you know, everybody has a choice. And they will say, yeah, usually, but I don't. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. You do have a choice. Yeah. You just know one of those choices is very difficult. Uh-huh. So yes. you could say, I don't have an easy choice. <clears throat> yeah, that's better. And that's yeah. correct. You, say, you could say that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, that wouldn't be a lie. Mm-hmm. But you do have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so make a good choice. I mean, that's... Make the right decision. When I had make a cheat the... meal and I ordered cheesecake and chocolate cake, I had to get both. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> that, yeah, that's my that's yeah. my excuse. That's my lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, with all of these, we... A lot of people tell, tell themselves, I, we've done it in our lives before, mm-hmm. and... Most everybody is doing it in their life now. They're easy to do, uh-huh. and they, in a weird way, make you feel better. Yeah, I know. Because it, it's it's almost it's it's, it's an like excuse a you had, yeah, in your pocket to pull out and use, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel better when when you say it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because you you almost feel like. You don't have to take ownership for it. You don't have to take responsibility for it. You don't have to take, have to take accountability for it. 
and you don't have to take any action. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an easy thing to fall into. Yeah. <clears throat> so be aware. Be aware of it. There, there, there is no excuse or lie that you can tell yourself to, you know, kind of prevent all of these things that we've talked about today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look out for these things. Look out and and just realize, like... Are you doing it right yeah, now? Yeah, am I lying hmm. about all, any of these, any of these things? And change it you you have the choice to to change your own situation mm-hmm. any situation that you're in and just stop lying to yourself stop lying to yourself and make shit happen and do something good for yourself yeah yep. um but i think that wraps it up do you have anything else no uh-uh. i think that's about it it's kind of a straightforward yeah episode topic. i mean yeah. we i didn't want to really kind of repeat a lot of what we talked about with the other mm-hmm. stuff. Cause I think some of those you could kind of tie in some of that stuff, but I yeah. wanted to make sure that it was, they were all three kind of independent subjects yeah. with similar themes. Right. I know. Yeah. I didn't even finish my drink for the, or drinks <laughs> for drinks. this one. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, but as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And rate us and review us and um, tell your friends about us. And um, thanks for listening again. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks.